Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. I'm Kim Thompson Pinder, the extraordinary word ninja and founder of RTI Publishing, where we work with you to ghostwrite and publish your signature book that will double your business by attracting clientele and position you as the go-to expert in your niche. Next, we will show you how to use your book to make lead generation and conversion a snap while building an audience. My guests include professionals, entrepreneurs, and coaches who use their skills to build people powerfully. They will share their story and powerful tips that will help you live better. They will also share their writing journey and how it has impacted their life and the lives of their readers. If you've ever wondered if writing a book makes a difference, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast, and we're continuing our Potapalooza episodes. But I'm really excited because we have Jeff Klein back. So I interviewed him the first Potapalooza, and now he's back here today, and he's going to be talking on a totally, well, not totally different, but a totally different angle. And about, you know, networking and and that elevator pitch and how do you gain attention? Now, if you go back to episode 261, he talked about how to get on your first stage. And that was an amazing episode. So if you haven't heard that, go on back, listen to that, and then come back on to this one. So since 2004, Jeff has spoken in front of over 800 audiences totaling tens of thousands of business professionals. He's a recognized expert on the importance of words. And so the the Author to Authority podcast, we love people who are experts on the importance of words and how to use them when talking about your business. So Jeff, welcome to the show. Thanks, Kim. I'm thrilled to be back. So Jeff, I know last time you shared a bit about your story, but people may have not heard it. And we do have a shorter time frame today. But can you just take a minute or two and maybe just talk about, you know, what things have been happening in your life uh, since around the beginning of the year when we did your first episode? Well, I've been actually since then I've been on more and I've been speaking more. So what's funny is I've been using networking to advance my speaking and training business. So uh, I've been very successful in adding more members to speakerclub.com, which is the website to find speakers. But I also have jeffkleinspeaker.com where you can learn about networking. And ah. yeah, and if you and I'll, I'll just up front, if you go to jeffkleinspeaker.com slash education, I have a page full of free stuff. So there's a there's a tool to do your to do your networking one on ones better, and there's a couple of uh, interviews recorded there to talk about networking, and there's also a free lesson on how to use how to create a thirty second commercial when you're looking for a job. That is always a good skill to have. Yeah. So, um, but and what's funny about the my my two the my two sides is that the networking. And the teaching the elevator pitch is how I became an expert at the speaking. It's amazing how things work all together. You know, I was in network marketing when I first became an author. So I wrote books on, uh, you know, on network marketing. Mm -hmm. But when I went to start my publishing business, it was a lot of the skills that I learned in network marketing which helped me to run a successful publishing business. So, I, you know, to me, nothing's ever wasted in your life. Right. 
and and I, I I jokingly refer to it as a series of fortunate accidents. <laughs> you know, because uh. it did some convergence. You know, people said, "Hey, you've been helping the with these these people with the elevator pitch. Would you come help us with the elevator pitch?" And that became a, a speech. And then mm-hmm. somebody said, "Hey, that was great. You come do that at our group." And then that on and on and on. But I, the story I like to tell about my networking is that uh, when I first started my advertising agency, which was my prior business, somebody said, hey, you need to come to our networking group. And I, I didn't really know what that was, right? But I show up at this big, at this country club in North Dallas, fancy place, 50 something people in the room, all t- standing around schmoozing and in, in different groups. And some of the groups were friendly and welcoming and others not so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we sat down to lunch and somebody got up and started talking and he said, in just a minute, we're all going to do our, our elevator pitch. And I looked at my friend who had invited me and I said, you didn't tell me I was going to have to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, don't worry, just do what everybody else does. Which oh, that's you, bad advice. Yeah. If you've ever been to a networking group, they don't all do the same thing. <laughs> So I observed and I got up and I said something, who knows what I said. But what I do know is that, Kim, it didn't get me any results that day. And so that was when I started my my pursuit in how to perfect and have a good elevator pitch. And it took a few years to discover CEO Space, the organization that helped me teach, helped me do it right and teach a lot of their methodology in, in what I teach. What's important in that lesson is that there's things we don't know that we don't know. Yeah. But ever since then, my focus when I teach networking and speaking as well is all is all results based. And that's why even just with my networking training, I offer a money back guarantee. If you take my workshop and do what I tell you to do and and you don't get referrals, I'll give you your money back because what I teach works. And I know that it works. You know, it's funny. I've been to so many networking meetings and, you know, someone will get up and they'll go, um, um, well, um, well, my name is and um, and and I have a cat. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whole. Yeah. Here's the thing. And, and here's a tip that everybody can should take with them. It'll make you different. But 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 don't. Don't be afraid to be different. Yeah. Don't start your elevator pitch with your name. Ignore everybody else doing it, doing it that way. Start your elevator pitch with a story about how you helped your last client or your best client or something. A story about how you solved a problem for somebody. Yeah. I think yeah. there's different ways. I usually teach four different ways to introduce yourself. I do introduce myself by my name, but it's because I'm, I say I'm Kim Thompson Pinder, the extraordinary word ninja. Sure. Well, and, and everybody needs branding, but for the elevator pitch itself, Mm -hmm. I encourage people to wait till the end to say their name Mm -hmm. because people aren't really, well, two reasons in a lot of meetings, they've just introduced you. Yes. You know, they've just read your name off your card and it's because it's your turn to stand up and do your commercial. So now you're repeating information everybody just heard. Yeah. And then the second is that a lot of people aren't they're not listening yet until you've already till till after you say your name. Yeah. Well, that's why I put the extraordinary word ninja in, because as soon as I say that, that. people are like, 
what's a word ninja? <laughs> yeah. And, and so because it, it gets attention. Yeah, I get it. Absolutely. And because it's advertising, I, I encourage people to end with a call to action. So that, so you say your name second to last mm-hmm. and then you say the I, I'm looking to the if you know or not, it, not if you know, write the name of the person I was just asking about on your business card and pass it to me and we'll set up an introduction. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yep. What that does is that makes people only ask for one thing, because if you ask for too much, you get nothing. Yeah. And and you have so little time. And especially in yeah. today's virtual environment, you know, they're they're pretty strict about it. Like a lot of times it's like you've got only got that 30, 60, 90 seconds, whatever amount of time that you. Yeah, getting. you get the bell. Yeah. Or they mute you. <laughs> yeah. If you're on virtual, that happens. Yeah, that's that's true. That's right? very true. So, I so think yeah, so be results based. Don't do an infomercial. Tell a story, ask to meet somebody and tell everybody how to how to make the introduction. Mm-hmm. Now, let, let's talk about the story part here, because, you know, not every not everyone's a storyteller. I am. Tell me, tell a story. Give me a time limit. I can tell you a story. Right. Yeah. Can you tell a 15 second story? Right. I'm sure I know you can, but that's part of the challenge as well. You know. Yeah. So talk a little bit about that. How do you create, you know, a story when, you know, you may have less than a minute? Oh, yeah. No. And and well, the first thing to do is the story is about a problem you solved for somebody. So last week we helped uh, a client fix the cracks in their pool. That's one of the things we're an expert at. Yeah. Or it could be we found out about the cracks because their home inspector sent them sent a sent them to us. So yeah. this week I'm looking to meet home inspectors. Yeah. Or you can even make it a little bit more dramatic, you know. Um, sure. <laughs> but you do only week, have 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> last week as the water started to flood into my basement. <laughs> right. You could absolutely. Basement, right. You yeah, absolutely. Phone call. Yeah, my client had water in their basement. It turned out that their pool was leaking. And so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the thing is, you you stay right to the facts, but it doesn't mean you can't add a few delicious words in it. Oh, sure. Yeah. But after you you stop pulling your hair out, the the homeowner called us. client, distraught customer, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, And, you know, and she baked us a cake after we were done. (laughs) (laughs) Cake is good. Yes, but do tell true stories. Don't make stuff yes. up. Yeah. It, 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 think of it more like a testimonial. Right. You're relaying a testimony. And if you've got customers who've written testimonials that are short, you can even read. Hey, I say, I got this from a customer this week. Blah, 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 blah. And then we love you more than sliced bread. <laughs> 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 like our good friend Kimberly Crow says, if it's not fun, why are you doing it? Yeah. So you should absolutely have fun with it. And I think that's the thing too. Like people get up there and they're so serious. Like when I try, when I do my elevator pitches, you know, I try to smile, you know, have a little, you know, movement and not so stiff and, you know, related in a way that connects. And I think, you know, looking at people too, sometimes we don't look at people like we're trying to focus on what we're going to say. I try to 
to make eye contact with as many people as possible within that time frame with a big smile on my face. I like to stand up in the middle of the room and use the all 30 seconds to make a circle, to actually spin, not, not like a top, yeah. but spin as I'm talking. So I'm talking to everybody. I don't take the time to go to the edge of the room and because everybody's waiting for you to start talking and you're going to the edge of the room. It's like, you don't need to do that. Everybody's just fine. If you talk to them with your front and then you turn your back to talk to other people, nobody's going to complain about that. It's usually, you know, it's okay to be in the middle of the room Mm -hmm. and respect everybody's time. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing I was thinking of was how important is body language? It's 90% of what people are, are, are absorbing. You know, if you're, if you're, how do you, how do you come across confidently? You need to breathe. Hey, amen. (laughs) If if you're a beginner, if you're a beginner and you're nervous about speaking, don't do the spin that I was just talking about. If you're nervous and you're new and you need a little bit of uh, intestinal fortitude to do a good job, sit on the sit on the edge of the room, sit around the perimeter. When it's your turn, stand up, take a breath, use that breath. Don't go <sighs> and start talking. Take a breath and use that breath to start your talk. Yeah. And that will physiologically help you relax. Yeah, it helps you collect, collect your thoughts. If you practice, you'll be less nervous because you're ready to, with what you're going to say. Yeah. When you're talking about that, it reminds me, I'm in Toastmasters. And one of the contests they have is called Table Topics. So you are given a topic that you have to speak on for one to two minutes, but you don't know the topic until you walk into the room and they give you the topic and you have to walk up front and speak on it. And I remember the first time I was competing in that specific competition, one of the people who had been, you know, who had done it before, she gave me a real hint. She said, okay, they give it to you at the door. You have until you walk up front and then you have to start. She says, you can't intentionally walk really slow. She says, but you can slow down your pace just a little bit so you can take those deep breaths and you can cut, you can start to think through, you know, what it is you want to say as you're walking up, up to the front. Obviously you can't walk, you know. Right, right. But I did because my thing was, I was like, I was so nervous. I, I wanted to bolt up there and she's like, just walk. Just walk at that nice pace. That's and funny. It, it so helped me because it gave me that minute to collect myself. Yeah. And you know what, Kim? I'm a huge fan of Toastmasters. It, if you really are nervous doing your elevator pitch, find a Toastmasters club to join. And, and you're, even if you just do six months, you will be more comfortable because mm-hmm. you, get, you have to, you don't get to, you have to speak every week, even if it's just for a minute. Yes. And you just and doing the, the reason they do that improv stuff is is to help make you more comfortable no matter what you're talking about. Yeah, it's at the point now I've been in Toastmasters for years. You could probably throw just about any topic at me and I'll even I'll be able to either speak on the topic or effectively change the subject to something I know. <laughs> right. You can riff on riff on something and then and lead it into something else that you know more about. Sure. And I mean, that that's that's actually a hint and tip for when you're 
you're being interviewed and things like that. Like if you're given oh, yeah. a topic that you're not comfortable with speaking on, you know, like if you're being interviewed and, you know, the interviewer, you asked you like an, you know, way out there question, right. The, the kind of hit you, you can go. Yeah. That's a good podcast to answer the question you want to answer. Not necessarily the one you were asked. Yeah. Big politicians do it every day. Oh yes, they do. But we, we want to do it for good, not for. Well, they're not necessarily not good. It just, you True. know, it's just they have an agenda. And uh, sometimes the reporter will ask a question that has nothing to do with what they want people to know about today. And they have to switch uh, topics. Yeah. Yeah. And, and because this is business for us, mm-hmm. you know, if you ask a question that that I mean, I could go down a rabbit hole on, on just about anything. Uh, but will it benefit your show and my business? No, maybe. Depends. Yeah, right. But but we want to both. We both have that agenda of guiding the conversation to to give your audience value, mm-hmm. which benefits both of us by making sure your audience gets good value. But I want to make sure they get value to, to see what I'm an expert at, yes. not what are you know not what somebody else we know is an expert at or whatever. So true. So, yeah. Jeff, we actually only have like a minute or two left because I've got to be able to get off here, get back get in for my next interview. So if people have enjoyed this conversation today, Jeff, you know, how can they get a hold of you? Do you have something free that they can take advantage of today? Yeah. Yeah. As we said at the beginning, jeffkleinspeaker.com slash education is where you can get some really good free stuff for your networking. And at that page, you'll find buttons to take to uh, go to take my 30-second uh, class. It's a two-hour class on the 30-second elevator pitch, and they're all on Zoom nowadays. So, But it's live. I help somebody create a new commercial by the end of the two hours, and you have all the tools to build more. And if you're a do-it-yourselfer, there's a $20 MP3 and ebook that you can that you can purchase to do that as well well jeff it's been a pleasure having you back again thank you so much for for agreeing to come back on the podcast i've i've really enjoyed this conversation kim i can't tell you how much i've enjoyed myself more than last time (laughs) you're a great host Thank you. So this has been Jeff Klein and Kim Thompson-Pinder on the Author to Authority podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you on the very next episode. Have a great day, everyone. Bye now. Thank you for listening to the Author to Authority podcast. I have a free gift that I would love to give you. Coming out this year, I am releasing my book, Author to Authority. And if you are an entrepreneur, solopreneur, small business owner, professional coach, or speaker, and you want to find out how to gain visibility and how to build your business bigger, stronger, faster, then I recommend that you download a free sample of the Author to Authority book at www.authortoauthority.com forward slash get dash the dash book. It's going to be a great resource for you that teaches the author to authority concept and the six key areas that you build authority in and how you can use a book to do it all faster. So don't forget, get your free copy today.